This episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast, has been brought to you by HorrorPack.com. Do you like movies? Do you like mystery boxes? Now for the biggest question. Do you like horror movies? Yes. Yes, I believe you do. HorrorPack.com has your fix for both. Sign up. And every month you'll get four movies on either DVD or Blu-ray. Unless you sign up for both. Well now, how much is this fantasy of horror? The DVDs are $19.99 a month. The Blu-rays are $24.99 a month. Pretty much a deal right there. Oh, and tell them Larry Greenstein sent you from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Horrorpack.com. It's what everyone is dying for. <laughs> hey, you come to our house and get gourmet food, right? Of the steak of right? <laughs> I expect nothing less. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Joe recommends you put on your headphones now to listen to. Hello, boys and girls. This is another Achieving Realities podcast. This is Klaus. Hello. So, this week, the boys, they talk about more stuff from the other time. I believe that Miles and Dave Bear, ooh, he is a sexy beast, are still hanging around. So, sit back and re-listen to this episode of Achieving Reality is a podcast. Don't forget to put in your earplugs. Ooh. Klaus, that's earpods. Whatever, I don't care. Earplugs, earpods, as long as you're sticking something in a hole somewhere. I am very happy. Ooh. Bye. And now my computer just pooped out. Uh-oh. All right, well, we can, uh, random number generator. Five. Yay. <laughs> no, I mean, for one of the wonderful books of weirdness that I have here. Since my computer decided to drop a shit. So. Liberally. Yeah. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. It's a $400 laptop that's six years old now. So, anyone? What? We want to do uh, some Mysteries of the Unexplained? All right. All right. There we are. <clears throat> Let me get the music ready. Okay. <laughs> Six. More like four, doesn't it? Six. Well, 
152. 152. <laughs> we got to keep him. <laughs> or at least tape that. <laughs> you know, I have to tape it every week, though. Yeah. What number was it this week? 78. <laughs> just, just, 78. Send it. <laughs> just send him a text. All right, don't forget this week is this. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. All right. We can just do all the numbers. And yeah. Just... That'd be a weird day of work. <laughs> one, that's what I do it, too. <laughs> what are you doing? Count it, go away. What are you doing, Miles? Just counting. Like that? Yes. Yeah. That's how I always count. Don't you know that? Jesus Christ. What the hell? It's, it's, it's how I it's keep... Like count, guys. each one as a separate file. Yeah. <laughs> that way it'll be easy to find. Uh, all right. Let me see. This is... Monsters and more. Uh, monsters and more. No, no, monsters and more. Uh, it's a more. It's <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, this is the very first one. I've got one, two, three, four, five on this page. Five but I'm only gonna do the big one. Get the five center. The big one. Yep. Before 1900. That's the. I want to do it. Smaller. Okay. An English adventurer named Andrew. Battelle, or Battle, spent many years in Africa during the 16th century, and upon returning home, gave detailed accounts of his experiences to his friend Samuel Purchase. That account appears in a famous compilation of travel writings entitled Purchase His Pilgrims. That's what it says, Purchase His Pilgrims. Published in 1625. What's that? It's like a very chaste burlesque act. Yes. Uh, according to Battle... Who was amazed by all the baboons, monkeys, and apes in the jungle? Two kinds of monsters were also common, both of them very dangerous. The greatest of the two monsters is called Pongo in their language, and the lesser of these two is called Ngeko? A gecko? Sure. Ngeko? Sure. It's called Geico. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we just lost that sponsor. Not that we had it. How, was what, gonna say, how do you not have warriors at your door constantly in bad ways? <laughs> Because what makes this such a nobody cares. Gotcha, gotcha. This is a fearsome creature. He's trying to sell me insurance. <laughs> this pongo is in all proportions like a man, but that he's more like a giant in stature than a man. I, I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> For he is very tall and hath a man's face. I have a full man's face. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> no half, not oh. half. half. <laughs> 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 Hollow eyes with long hair upon his brows. No. No. Uh, we'll let you go this time. Little man's his baby. face and ears are without hair. All right. Well, we're, we're that's strike two. You're losing. You're losing there. <laughs> and the hands also. Not the hair. We're back. Yep. Uh, his body is full of hair, but not very thick. That's okay. Keep your shirt on. I'm not there for off this way. No, no. You're not paying that much. <laughs> and is sort of a dunnish color. What is dunnish? Brown? Brownish red. Not me. Reddish brown. Uh, yeah, uh, got it. He... He, <laughs> <laughs> he differeth... Dance, buddy. <laughs> he differeth not from a man, but in his legs, for they hold no coffee. They hold no coffee? <laughs> do your legs hold coffee? No, I was going to say, last I checked, not too much. Well, he is, maybe. I do. Well, your, your whole body work. is coffee. I can squeeze you and get coffee. <laughs> he goeth always upon his legs and carrieth his hands clasped on the nape of his neck. 
Mm-hmm. It's an odd way to walk. That is... Unless you're being held hostage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's weird. If you're um, carrying something, maybe. But... Many times they fall upon elephants, which come to feed where they be, and so beaty them with their clubbed fists <coughs> and pieces of wood that they will runny roaring away from them. Those pongos are nearer taken aloo because they are so strong that ten men cannot hold one of them. There you go. Yeah, okay. Oh. I think pongos are fucking made up. I don't Sorry. speak in... Uh, I don't know. You, you don't speak Old English? I don't speak Old English, no. Uh, for what is worth, I'm not known for running through the woods clubbing elephants. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't I seen a lot of elephants lately. I can lately. attest that... Uh, if they more than one guy take me down. <laughs> I was going to say. I that I know. Yeah. I've heard stories. Yeah. So. Yeah. What? Pongo. And I want to know what Pongo's the... Pongo's an orangutan. The, oh, well, there you go. That guy's an orangutan? Yeah, I can see that. It'd be a male. Yeah. Because it'd have to have it'd the big plate big, face yeah. for having no hair because the females yeah. look like they have a beard. Yeah. You a female orangutan? I'm not a female orangutan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that means they also go with the orange sure? hair at that point, yeah. not orange gingers. and brown. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're the gingers of the, of the ape world. Well, now what's an... So they have no soul? An, an, a, yes. I, I guess not. Uh, so then what's an N-Gecko? E-N-G-O-C-E-C-O. It's apparently a corporation. <laughs> All right. Well, Pongos are uh, part of the ape, family of great apes, and N-Gecko is a corporation. So there you go. Several different ones. All right. Well, I'm going to do the devil's hoof marks because it says devil. So this is the devil's hoof marks. They were called this by astounded villagers who saw them appear overnight in rural England in 1855. On the morning of February 8th, countless numbers of unidentifiable prints were discovered in the snow around 18 communities in the county of Devon. Well, there, that explains it. Yeah. Didn't we do this one already? No. Shut up. They were shaped <laughs> like small horseshoes and ran in absolutely straight lines, one directly behind the other, as if whatever had made them had only one leg or a peculiarly mincing gait. I'm sure we did this one. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we're going to have to use this one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, we'll do another one. Again. In the single night, un- the unknown beast had traveled about 100 miles, crossing a wide river, and had skulked around 100 houses. In some places, it apparently walked right up to the wall, right up the walls, and along the rooftops. Yeah, that should be looked into. Mm-hmm. And here, there, the tracks gave the impression that the thing had actually passed through the walls and the roof. Well, they were thatched roofs. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some time thereafter, people feared to go out after dark. And the superstitious belief that the tracks were made by Satan himself, Bernard Havilumans, on the tracks of unknown man. Oh, and they even gave a a, a sketch sketch of what the the, the hoofies look like. Ooh. They look like horse. Very. They deer. have to be very small. Goat. No, didn't deer split hoofed? Yeah. Yeah, deer split hoofed. Yeah. So that does. doesn't but look like. Well, no, they wouldn't look like that. If you had shoes on them. Yeah. Um, shoes on deer? Why not? <laughs> Are they Nikes? Yeah, we're Are they the Betsy Ross Nike? They could be airplane shoes on <laughs> All right, so they there you go. There's two stories from 
Mystery of the Year Explained! I'm sure we did that second one already. I don't think so. I don't think so. There, so, see, the sanity said no. If you go to Bush Gardens in Tampa, you might have been too much. And you go to the gorilla enclosure, on the wall in the gorilla enclosure on one side, when you first walk in, it's a pile of broken wood and some broken axe handles, and it goes with the whole safari motif. Right. Now, a story we were told by the zoo folks who worked there when I worked there, because we were curious about the whole thing, because the axe handles look like they're broken, like actually broken, not that you know, right. show. They apparently used to give act candles to the gorillas for exercise purposes. Just because we use they, they use them for toys and back scratchers and that kind of thing. And when they first gave them to them, one of the silverbacks grabbed one of the act candles and as a display of to show who's really in charge, it took an act handle, grabbed it at arm's length, rotated its shoulders, and snapped the act handle. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a terrifying concept to me. That's yeah, really... when I was when I was working at the Animal Kingdom uh, in '98, they had a big silver bag, and uh, he he was basically going, "This is mine," and he used to they they planted all these banana trees and everything, so they would always have a constant supply of food, just in case something happened. Well, the gorilla didn't like that, and he tore fully grown banana trees out of the ground yep. and threw them into the little pit yep. between the men and the feet, the boys and the girls. And uh, I watched him do it one day. I was like, he didn't even strain. Yep. It was just like, Dush, run, mine. Yep. <laughs> I was like, all right, don't fuck with that thing. Yep. <laughs> it's here because it wants to be here. Not because it, if it doesn't want to be here, yeah. it's, it's not going to stay. It's going to jump that ravine and jump the little wall and yep. leave. Yep. Get a bus and <coughs> can you see that get in a taxi? Grab a bus and just go along. Yep. Call up Uber, steal your phone, hit it up for an Uber. Best way to do it. Yeah. Hand you your phone back. And I'm out of here. Grab your hat. <laughs> Later. It's my favorite hat. All right. Well, I hear that. Oh, never mind. My girl's got my hat. Where does an 800 pound gorilla sleep? Yes. Wherever the hell wants it. Alright, so a uh, cue 800 pound gorilla music. We'll be back right after this. This episode of Achieving Rally the Podcast has been brought to you by Fakums. Mmm. Dad, I'm hungry and shit. Look, I'm doing the best I can. Oh, you. You're hungry, huh? Why don't I cook you up a meat sandwich? Whatever. Whatever, just got a fucking kid right No, from AR Foods. Fakeums, made with 90% meat. For single fathers that have no idea how to do anything but grill and microwave. And make coffee. Just grab a stack of fakeums, throw them in a hot pan for a few seconds, slap them on a bun, and mmm, fakeums sandwich. Hey, this is pretty okay. Fakeums, now with 90% real meat. Don't ask what the other 10% is. Get your lazy teen sum today. Hey, Dave Bear still? Hey, Dave. 
He's, uh, he's spacing out over there. Hello? Hello? Are you here? Are you here? I'm in a stakeum coma. <laughs> so. You're going for a second. Now you? that he's dropped the ball. Oops. Who um, dropped the ball? Dave Baird. We are. Are you going to do your Dave's here joke? What the, You're always so keen to do the Dave's not here joke. That's well, because he's not here. That's but, the whole point. But Dave is here. Yes. Today, we're doing... Oh, actually, let me not go there. Hey, Hey, Chris. Hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. Hey, we can leave him out for this. Hey, Doug. Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> what you got? Hogan. What do you have for us today? Steakums. Woo. Sliced steaks. Yes, steakums. Sliced steaks. 100% oh, natural. Oh, natural. 100% asterisk. Beef <laughs> sandwich steaks. <laughs> no shit. No, I'm not telling you. No, no, this is all natural. Asterisk. All natural. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be reading. I'll be reading. It's part of the thing. Ingredients. You ready for this? Mm hmm. Beef. Number one ingredient. That's good. No. I think he means. That's all the. That's it. That's it? Beef. Mm hmm. Wow. 100% beef, 100% delicious. But they don't have the delicious <laughs> in the ingredients list. Sorry. They got it written like three times on the box. Yep. 100% all beef. So. No, you're not going to believe us. So I'll write Cooking it again. from frozen. You have to cook from frozen. And I destroyed these. Mm -hmm. But then not again, really. I'm looking at the, uh, really. the picture that they have here. And they look about the same. So. I did an okay job. They're good for breakfasts, snacks, meals. They have 100 calories. No, it's like snacks. Like you, you cook up a bunch of steakums, put them in a bag, and you have them for later and you snack them <laughs> yeah, Well, if you cook them crispy enough, you can break them up and they can be like bakos, but steakos? Steakos. No, from AR products. Steakos. <laughs> it might be. Uh, so total fat is 9 grams. <laughs> total cholesterol is 25 milligrams. Chopped, shaped, thinly sliced. Mm -hmm. Sodium is only 20 milligrams, which is actually so, fairly so basically surprising. They make them in the same place they make Pringles? Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's funny. Mm -hmm. At the bottom, it says keep an extra box in your freezer because everyone loves steakums, except for vegetarians. Mm -hmm. Hey, we need to figure out how to do uh, steakums for vegetarians. Black bean paste. But you gotta come up with that catchy name. Barf. <laughs> Fakeums. Fakeums. Fake food for fake people. <laughs> I came out of your mouth. Yeah, no, it's just too funny to pass out. Pinterest, Facebook, None and, Insta and Instagram. No, we're doing one episode. All my vegetarian friends will listen to. Like, yeah, fake people are. Yeah. <laughs> you know it will be. <laughs> we expect that out of Larry, but Chris. He's supposed, to be so, he's supposed to be the tolerant one. He's supposed to have a sense of humor. <laughs> no, they're vegetarians. They don't, have it. they don't have a sense of humor. That would require meat. I was going to say, don't worry about it. They're not going to like attack you or anything. That takes way too much energy. Yeah. Okay, so the, the asterisks... That was for vegans, but vegetarians? Yeah, that, yeah that's true. They, they actually sometimes do eat cheese and things like that. Mm. The vegans are... Just limp on the side of the road like an overcooked asparagus. Uh, the all natural with the asterisks by it. Mm -hmm. The asterisks means minimally processed, no artificial ingredients. Mm. 
So there you go. Since no, I have so run through a so <laughs> run through a blender and you know spurt out onto a sheet. Basically, yeah, chopped, shaped, and thinly sliced. <laughs> says it on the front too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and on the bottom, possibly somewhere on the back. How many, th- how many times on the box does it say one hundred percent beef? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, a minimum of eight times. So once for almost every steak in the box. Now they say there's ten steaks, and each steak is a serving. But seriously, I mean, a growing teen who's usually the ones who are eating these are gonna eat this box. Mm-hmm. What? What was that look? A fucking growing goldfish would eat more than a <laughs> single steak. <laughs> it's a big goldfish. So since Marissa, because they, they don't, they're not and. Sure. They are Dave Bear have already they are thinly sliced attached attached themselves attacked their their well, steak on how do, how how do they taste by y'all pretty good actually better than I expected yeah now I have my three favorite toppings for burgers or anything meat tagine uh, mustard and barbecue sauce they're not all mixed together because though that does actually sound fairly appetizing. I want to be able to taste them each separately. Okay, not... Okay, well, if I threw in ketchup, it probably would for you. Speaking of which. <laughs> there is ketchup up there. Okay. So, actually, no, I got it. I got it. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. Yeah, like I said, I was, I was t- surprised. Tagine and steakums are pretty tasty. I put the barbecue sauce on it. It was good. Oh, got my neck. Before. <laughs> this is not the ramen challenge. <laughs> I haven't had these in years. When I last ate these, I was in college. That's been a day or two. Like I said, I'm a steakum virgin. They're not bad. I mean, they're just super, super thin, so they cook super, super fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you're actually able to throw them in the microwave, which means they go back in time. Nope. It says well, to can. only do it on the on the grill. Well, you can, but the problem is that you throw them in there frozen. It's gonna be all goopy and stuff. Throw it on a paper towel. Mm-hmm. Or five. Well, I will say that they're missing. I think if they require pepper, then it wouldn't be a hundred percent beef. No, I mean after you put them on the sandwich, pepper. Ninety-nine percent beef, one percent pepper. Hmm. Oh, they're good with uh, barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's not, yeah. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Then again, the barbecue sauce is good, but... Fun fact. Uh-oh. Uh, the steak and product was invented in 1968 by food technologist Eugene... Uh, Levy? Gagliardi? I love him. Um, technologist. Who was a uh, yeah, food technologist. Um, who was also credited with inventing popcorn chicken. Hmm. So he's into pressing and shaping things. Weird, so is Klaus. At the time, he worked for his family's meat uh, distributing company <clears throat> in West Philadelphia, created uh, meat as a softer Boy alternative. Boy, the rays on the playground is where he spent most of his days. Uh, a softer alternative to steak sandwiches at the time. That is true. <clears throat> These would be softer than, like, a honkin' hunk of steak in between two pieces of bread. Mm-hmm. And probably quite a bit cheaper, too. Because, mm-hmm. you know... There's a difference between being steak and being beef. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's 100% beef. So is leather. <laughs> no. Some leather is goat. Some leather is sheep's hide. Like I said, so is leather. <laughs> tastes like dirt. Actually, yes, it does. <laughs> leather tastes like dirt? Why are you chewing in leather? I'm sure it does. <laughs> it's probably not good for you. Eating some dirt is actually good for you. Emmy made in Japan made those those dirt cookies. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen that one? You need to watch that one. That's a little weird. It's another one where she takes a bite and then tries to figure out if it's really good or not. <laughs> I think it's that she takes a bite and she's trying to find something complimentary to say. Mm-hmm. You know how they say if you don't have something nice to say, you don't say anything at all. We wouldn't have a podcast. That's what they say. No. Who are they? Same people don't want us to have a podcast. <laughs> well, we've had one and they haven't stopped it. In fact, I think they might listen. That might be why we never get any comments. That's true. No one ever has anything nice to say. <laughs> Works for me. At least they're listening. Ooh, we just leave <clears throat> so long. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. <clears throat> what? Food goes in the mouth. I know. Who goes on the carpet? <laughs> Apparently, I got on the carpet. See? <laughs> I was bad, man. But I picked it up, though. Something mushed it in. One of the two. In a 2012 lawsuit, Judge Lawrence uh, Stang- uh, Stangle, I guess, uh, described the product as Stangler? chopped and formed emulsified meat product that is comprised of beef trimmings left over after an animal is slaughtered and all of the primary cuts, such as tenderloin, filet, ribeye, are removed. The emulsified meat is pressurized into a loaf and sliced, frozen, and packaged. Yum! Dumb. <laughs> it's the same thing that spam is, basically. I'll say, yeah, <laughs> Beef spam. Yeah. Does it make it spam? No, he lives up the road. I was going to say, this is way leaner than bam. <laughs> I'm just, this is way leaner than bam? <laughs> that, that is true, too. Did <laughs> <clears throat> uh, we even go over that? Yeah, I did that. Mm-mm-mm. So, for each slab of thickum, which we each probably had three. Nine grams of fat. Three point five uh, grams of saturated fat, no trans fat. I found it amazing that like no product now will cop down in trans fat. Well a lot of them don't have it, that's the reason why. That and these are lie. These are lying? Yes. They're they're they they've it's been proven that what is actually in the food you're eating is anywhere from five to twenty points different than it. Says on the packaging. Serving size: one cooked portion, 32 grams. Servings for containers: tens. And one slab. Oh, because of safe handling instructions. Oh. Does it say anything about hazmat? Oh no, this is just the if you it's the raw meat thing. Oh. If you've handled raw meat, make sure you wash your hands. So I didn't. So you're all going to get some disease. Well, except for Dave. I don't really know what he's eating. So. Literally. <laughs> and even he doesn't want to know. You ate woo. Oh. Well, like, oh, Satan, come here. This is yours. <laughs> Dave ate something. Oh, no, 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 no. Then it's going to start not laughing. 
and where the John Arquette's playing an angel and he knows everything there is to know about Dana Carvey or something. And he, he's asking him questions about he's like, what's the most disgusting thing I ever eat? And he's like, you, you don't you don't want to know. You don't. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. So what do you think? We know Bear liked it. Yeah. But then again, Bear likes anything meat. So not an untrue statement. That is another very sexy version of Achieving Reality is a podcast. Not really version. Nobody's a virgin in this group. <laughs> Except maybe Neil. Neil varies me a little. Ah, well. So, for Larry and Chris and the lady that wants to rip my head off, and everybody else involved, I am Klaus saying, you know where you can stick that pole. <laughs> Ooh. Hey everybody, Larry here from Achieving Reality the Podcast. So you've missed the last few episodes, have you? That's cool. We got you covered now. That's right, Achieving Reality the Podcast is now on Spotify. Nice, right? So now you can listen to us on Podbean, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and Spotify. We're growing and growing. I mean, wow. Follow us on Facebook and give us a listen on all of our new platforms and our old platforms. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Achieving Reality, the podcast. See you soon. Please sit back and re-listen. Re-listen? Yeah, whatever. I go with that. It's a new word. Shut up.